0: Welcome to Dashway Talks, a show powered by Dashway Consulting, a China-based strategic market research company founded in 2010. Hello, everyone. Um, My name is Aurel Rigard. I'm the co-founder and vice president of IT Consultis. I'm from France. I've been in China and started this uh, adventure nine years ago. So IT Consultis is a digital transformation company uh, with a team of 80 people um, in three countries, which are China, Singapore and Vietnam. Uh, so we are helping Fortune 500 and uh, fast scaling startups to work on their digital transformation. Uh, it can range from e-commerce, from building mini programs, uh, from building website, apps, integrating systems together, or overall work as a consultant on their digital transformation initiatives. What are the different components of private traffic? What is used to create private traffic in China besides your own website and WeChat? So. I would say that the Chinese ecosystem is uh, very particular. It's, uh, as we know, it's very different than all the other ecosystems. Uh, We have a market dominance here from, you know, Alibaba uh, that is like, you know, like having about 90% of the market share when it comes to e-commerce. And we also have, you know, like Baidu that is like way less used than, um, you know, Google is used in, in the rest of the world. So overall, like brands nowadays, they're trying to create their own ecosystem, which is going to be outside Alibaba because they're really struggling to get enough data. So private traffic here, we're talking about like the entire WeChat ecosystem. So we're talking about the subscription account. We're talking about the official account, but as well, we're talking about the H5, you know, the mini site that can be displayed inside or the mini program so those are the things that we're talking about like when we're talking about private traffic because when you're talking about like the red Xiaongshu, or even like sometimes um you know like the Duyin, like they're not really considered as private traffic because those uh, software those apps they do not necessarily have an api that can be leveraged in order to afterwards get the data and get the analytics to to do what what you want as a marketer to do marketing automation and to aggregate this into a CRM so this is like really the beginning but those are you know like WeChat has been the core of the private traffic and of course we have everything that is like you know SMS We have as well, like, you know, like there's a real blur now between the physical and, of course, the digital. So I think like retail and, you know, like the physical store is like a magnificent, you know, like a, a magic aspect of, you know, that private traffic. And, you know, like digitalizing, you know, like those stores is what enable brands to really to to connect. What frameworks exist to develop mini programs and WeChat? Is there something like WordPress for mini programs? Are there some building blocks you can assemble or do you have to code from scratch? So, you know, it's like there's WordPress, of course. So the way mini program works is that, you know, it's like built in a headless way. So that means like there is a mini program. So there is a backend, and then there is a frontend, and both of them are connected through APIs. And of course, like in China, you get you know like the Wix or the Shopify of China that are going to be the Weidian or the Youzan that are you know companies that are public listed, uh, that are making huge amount of revenues, and that are having like new uh, you know shops you know being open you know every every day every week. And they have like a subscription model, so it's kind of like semi-private, you know, traffic where they keep, you know, the ownership of the data for a good part. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like in between, where you know, on weeks you have the opportunity to choose like specific templates and kind of like plug and play them with. They're coming with a lot of functionalities, but it depends where you stand as a brand. So if you're a brand like Swatch or Decathlon or uh, you know, like Porsche you want to have your own ecosystem, you want your own infrastructure to be hosted in your own cloud, whereas here, you know, everything is going to be hosted in a cloud that belongs to basically everybody, where, you know, your data protection and your data ownership is going to be a little bit different, where you cannot fully customize your user journey. So of course, those solutions, you know, like those SaaS solutions, pre-existing kind of like, you know, plug and play, they exist. But, you know, like they don't allow the full flexibility. So coming back to your question, WordPress does exist in China. And if you use it in a proper way, you can have your website as a front end and a mini program as, you know, like the second front end that can be a mini program for both, for instance, WeChat, but as well for Alipay and maybe in the future for Weibo or Duin or, you know, other platforms, because all the other platforms are launching their own mini program. How do you drive traffic to your own channels like WeChat, websites, shops or how do you get a phone number to create a direct connection with consumers through SMS? Well, that's something that is, uh, you know, highly complicated and, you know, like what we'll tell, you know, all the clients is like first of all, like have a look at your assets. What are the assets that you have in hands? Are they, you know, like your retail, your Timo presence? Uh, is there like a authority that you have globally that you can leverage if you are a brand that is abroad and wants to come to China? Uh, how you can leverage the Chinese tourists, not that many at the moment, but like in the future when things are reopening, how you know, like you can leverage, you know, like the inbound, those tourists to kind of like start engaging like whenever they are in the US or in Europe and start, you know, having specific interaction through, you know, scanning your code, becoming a follower of the service account, interacting with the MIDI program, and then onboarding them through, uh, can be like a loyalty program or referral program and continue to, I mean, understand where they were, how, you know, like they got in touch with you at first step, and how you can build like a very strong user journey to continue retargeting them, you know, like when they're in China. And if you do this well, then that means like you can leverage already that part and really step by step creating um, you know, like a quality database and building a marketing automation. So you can build your revenue really step by step if you're using good practices but only if you're using good practices. So this is for the case of, you know, like a brand that is like performing their WeChat marketing and marketing automation in the proper way, leveraging their retail traffic, whether like it's outside of China. So that could be that could be one of them. Uh, something that has been, of course, like very hot, um, you know, influencer, KOL, KOC, a lot of people are talking about this. Uh, so KOL, KOC, there is like an entire industry, whether it's like on Tmall, JD, or now that has been made even like stronger using the live stream function on WeChat and on the mini program where we see brands that are now directly hiring influencer through, you know, like directly some platforms, for example, like we're talking about Parklu, uh, which is a startup that, you know, really helps brands or agency basically selecting, you know, their, their KOL. And, and so that's something that we have seen more and more. So like driving the traffic a first time here, in order to afterwards, like have like repeated behavior. Uh, of course, you know, like the old fashioned way, you know, like ensuring that basically you have like pay advertisement on your WeChat, then you're going to have a conversion. And then of course, step by step, you're going to create like content of interest uh, to generate views or to generate, uh, you know, like purchases. So this is as well uh, possible. Of course, like all the systems are isolated, uh, but if done properly, you need to leverage each of the touch point and each of the asset that you have in order to drive conversion in the end. So no, uh, you know, like magic wand here again, it's a step-by-step and it's, uh, you know, like very strong work that is required to uh, not only drive traffic, because driving traffic is easy. But you know like the most important is driving traffic that is going to bring a return on investment. Uh, and that's really the challenge here. How are you going to build the technology stack? how are you going to build your marketing automation and how are you going to hire the KOL that you're going to have like the right deal that is going to enable you to generate you know like a revenue that is you know like basically, are going to favor your, your, your bottom line, you know, like your top line and your bottom line together. And I think a lot of brands, you know, like they have been working on the top line, but they've been really struggling with their bottom line. So especially now they have to manage, you know, very specific inventory, uh, you know, like with the season, you know, ending. So they need to heavily discount in order to move to the next season when you're talking about fashion or even specific products. So now I think it's the challenge for brands to survive. And, uh, you know, it's been the case for a long time in China where bottom, like top line has been more important than bottom line. But at some point in this economy, we need to focus as well on the bottom line. Any questions? We will find an expert to answer them. Drop your questions in the comments or send us an email. dx at dashwayconsulting.com.